Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that are going to allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets Podcast. I'm really excited because I'm with Lee today, Lee McQueen, winner of The Apprentice, owner of the Raw Talent Academy. He is going to be answering some of the business questions with me today. The business questions that you've written in about are fantastic. I'm actually really excited to, to answer those. And Lee doesn't know them yet. No, I, I don't know. I, 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 I do yeah, know. Yeah. So in that it's respect, good. it's going to be off the cuff for Lee. So Jamie's going to start us off. He's behind the camera. One of these days, we'll get him in front of the camera. And, uh, <laughs> but right now, we'll keep him off camera for the moment. But Jamie is going to ask the first question. That one's going to be, we direct that to Lee first? Uh, or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah OK. Right. Get a bit nervous now. Yeah. <laughs> a bit nervous. How am I going so, for it? What have we got? What have we got? Far away. So um, Rachel Buskell. From a Buskell and Flint, which is a, a tea rooms, wants to know. Uh, Hi, Rachel. How do you know when to expand your business? Okay, uh, tough one because it's probably the most uh, one of the biggest decisions you'll make when you're a small business owner looking to expand. I think it's about making sure that you've uh, you've maximised everything you currently have in terms of uh, if it's office space or in your in your actual tea room itself, if you're going to bigger premises, uh, then types of things that that expansion in terms of that staff. It's inevitable that if you're getting bigger um, uh, uh, shop or bigger expansions, that type of stuff, that you're going to have to look at the staff. One of the things that I did was I hired people, or the first guy that I hired actually is still with me five years on. Um, he's so a really he's good, a good guy, hire. He's a good guy, yeah. He's, Ash, top uh, yeah, guy. He is, uh, marketing operations manager. One of the things I did was I hired people that I could trust because that's the biggest thing I found as a small business owner starting up my business that I wanted somebody in my company that would be able to do the things that I need them to do whilst I wasn't there. Do you see what I mean? That, yeah, that was the most, that, for me, that was the most, um, I suppose, worrying thing is that you're going to hire somebody that actually when you're out of the room or out of the business, they're not going to be doing what they're meant to so be doing. A question back to, be, to Rachel would almost be, have you got those people around you, you know, to, to be honest? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a really good point. So, Rachel, for, for me, my advice would be to look, as I just said, around you to see if you've got them people that could actually come in, either help out, start moving uh, in, in that direction. You know, maybe it's a family member or family friend, something like that, that you know that they're not going to let you down. Um, and that's probably a good way to start. In terms of actually deciding when you should start to hire staff, your turnover, your business profitability will actually start to determine that itself, in, in my opinion. When you realise that you actually can't physically take on any more work unless you have people, yeah. that's probably the time to do it. Yeah, and I think it comes from Lee's talks about expansion. Is that expansion of people? Is that expansion of new premises? Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're overrun with clients and you're busy all the time, then it's natural. You've got to expand. But you've got to deliver a great customer service to make sure those people keep coming back so you don't expand, don't deliver the same level of service and stuff like that. So, you know, sounds like a great answer to the question. So thank you for that question, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, look at your staff. 
number one. Look at your premises, look at the amount of clients coming through the door. So fantastic answer there today. Thank you, Rachel. So I think we've now got another question, have we? Question number two, Ad, coming? Yeah, yeah. This is going to be directed to Are you, you I think. You? Yeah, right. <laughs> right, okay. So I'm on the hook on this one, I think. <laughs> so question two is over to, uh, is, is over to Adam. Cool. Right, Come so, on, uh, challenge me. Let's go. So we've got, uh, we've got Cam, who owns uh, an automotive business in the Midlands. Uh, they do... Uh, Servicing and repairs for, for right, the customers. Right, okay, automotive question, good. That's good, I've that's got good. that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, apparently, as he says, there's a high turnover of, um, of staff in the industry when it comes to technicians. Right. Uh, how, can he, how can he buck the trend and, and keep their staff motivated and how can they just obtain, like, retain their staff? Okay, so staff retention. Lots of different things you can do for staff retention, but I would encourage communication. One of the things I do within my business is we have an all-staff meeting every week, mm -hmm. and all of our staff members come together. Um, we discuss the issues in the business, and do you know what? The people that like that all-staff meeting in my business the most are the mechanics, because most of the time they're stuck out in the garage, not getting the not attention, getting that, yeah, yeah, not getting the attention they deserve, and not being able to actually, you know, be involved in the everyday running the business. So when we get them in and we have the all-staff meeting, they're the people who actually probably enjoy it the most, and we'll communicate different different things, different messages. The other thing we do is we do monthly trophies. Yeah. So we have, you know, we have those kind of incentives where we give them Probably a trophy. The month, yeah, that exa stuff, exactly. Really and quite really often, the mechanics, we have a people's champion. So the people vote yeah, yeah. for who their, who their yeah, favourite yeah. employee is. And quite yeah, often, yeah. they will vote for the technicians because they're helping the salespeople out or they're helping the sales managers out. So things you can do for staff retention. Look at, your, look at a trophy kind of incentive. Um, you can look at other incentives as well if you want to put some money behind it. It's never a bad thing given, yeah. given that. Make sure you communicate. Maybe you need an all-staff meeting to keep the culture right within the business. I'd say look at the way you're treating them. You know, Make sure they feel valued. Do you go and talk? I mean, Cam, if you're the owner of the business, do you go and talk to them individually? That's, do you, do you acknowledge them? Yeah. Do you have a staff fun day? Do you have days where that, you go with staff together? That's what I was going to say at yeah. the back of that is, you know, that communication, Cam, is massively important that you've got to kind of sometimes you've got to put your arm around them, you know, put your arm around their shoulder, yeah. talk to them. Are they feeling valued? No, we, we, you know, in my business, War Talent, which is a recruitment business, as you guys now know, we put surveys out and majority of the people that will come back when we're asking the questions is, you know, how you valued in your organisation. It is about, you know, because I can, I feel part of the organisation, yeah. I feel part of that team. So all the things that you've talked about there is, is really the bringing that team that together. Business, yeah. I mean, it's, it's prominent at the moment as well. Um, the Leicester City have just won the, the, yeah. the Premier League and they've won it because not maybe they were didn't have the superstars in their side, not because they had hundreds of millions of pounds to spend, but they were a really close-knit team and you can see Makes that, a that you know, massive, massive They created so. a great culture over there totally and, and fighting relegation might have been part of that. Yeah, exactly, you know, to bring everybody and, yeah, together exactly. and go through them bad and times. Then they, and then and they, kept the culture and moved it onwards. Completely. What, what is fantastic, I think our next question is a, a football question, but it's business and football, guys, so it's oh, okay. so, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly relevant, so we're going to get, yeah, which we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll certainly enjoy. So myself and Lee are both Tottenham fans. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Everyone else, everyone's switched off. They're not That's it now, then. <laughs> they're not but, coming anymore. But they're the, not going to come to our event now. Yeah, that's it. But <laughs> the question, I believe, is about Arsenal. So could you read the question out to us, Jamie? Yeah, of course. Uh, um, James Robinson, who's a football coach, wants to know, uh, from a business point of view, would you sack Arsene Wenger or not? Interesting question. So we're looking, James, from a business point of view rather than from a pure footballing perspective. So if you look at it from a footballing perspective, you're kind of going, you know, should Wenger stay because we're not we're not getting winning trophies and so on and so forth. But from a business point of view, 
I'd keep him. Um, certainly as a Tottenham fan, I'd, I'd keep him as well, because we might finish above him as well. But ultimately, from a business point of view, I would definitely keep Arsene Wenger. It's the, interesting you say that, because I was speaking to my pal the other day, he's also yeah. a Tottenham fan. Oh, like, keep him, keep him. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, keep <laughs> so, him. But I mean, uh, for, yeah. for me, I mean, you know, if you think of what, it depends what your business goals are. So if you're looking at it from a business point of view, if Arsenal's board have actually sat out and said, Do you know what, this might be, fans might not like this or whatever, but if the board have sat out and said, look, we want to finish in the top four every single year, we want to make sure we're going to get 30, 40 million pounds worth of revenue from that Champions League and staying in that top four and, and pushing some trophies and whatever, like FA Cups or whatever. If, that, if that's what their business goal is and that's what they want to achieve, then Arsenal Wenger's doing a phenomenal job, isn't he? So why wouldn't you, why would you want to get rid of it? But you would hope they probably want to keep their fans and at the moment lots of their fans are getting switched off, aren't they? And, you know, that's the footballing versus the business perspective. I'll give a, an alternative answer or mm. another answer yeah, as well. Yeah. I would sack him. Yeah. I would say Wenger, Wenger gone. And the reason I would sack him is because when I'm running my business, I want my leaders to have ambition and I want them to strive higher. And when I've seen him commentating and I've, when, when I've watched him yeah, and yeah. after the games, he's happy with mediocre results. Yeah. And the reality is, even if the instructions from the board above say, you know, I want to finish in the top four where's his personal pride that says I want to win the title yeah, you know yeah. and, and I think at the end of the day he's not a strong enough leader anymore for me and back in the day he was amazing you can't knock it when he had Vieira and he used to know how to set the yeah, team up and yeah. sort of veering onto the football but he used to set the team up he used to get those big guys he had you know Vieira, Campbell and those but kind of fighters in his team he, he did, doesn't have them he anymore did, but, but you know what Ed? isn't that the board isn't that the club's ambition you know yeah the manager needs to be ambitious but the reality is that Arsene Wenger is so embedded into that organisation as, as a football club into that into that yeah. kind of business as a football club if you like that, yeah. that if that's what their ambition is then he is actually realising it so he's doing the job that he's, he's supposed he, to be doing. I think the point that you make about the fans is a massive one. Yeah. Because the, when the fans start getting switched off, that's when they've got a problem. Yeah. Because ultimately, let's the club just, should, let, let me switch it back. Let's fans, look, at right? a couple, look at a couple of managers, right? Mm. Let's just look at a couple of the managers. Mourinho, if he got told to finish in the top four, would he be aiming at first or would he be aiming for the top four? He'd be aiming for the first. You know, Jurgen Klopp, if he got told top four, he'd be aiming for first. You know, Alex Ferguson, you told him top, top four, he'd, he'd give you an F off in Scottish probably. It's not about finishing above Arsenal, it's about winning yeah. trophies. But you know, let's put some caution to that, to that wind as well. I mean, he's been in charge now for, I don't know, 19 years, 20 yes. years, something like that. Look for what's happened to Manchester United, you know, top three powerhouse in, in world football, and since they've lost to Alex Ferguson, fear, what have they actually done? Do you want, so, do you, you know do you want to be fearsome fans that are scared of going downhill, or do you want to make the change? Business is about hard decisions, mm. right? This is a hard decision. This is the best ever example of a difficult decision, yeah, yeah. because he's got stability, he's got it all there, and you know what? I've got the risk in me where I'd take it and I'd do it. I'd make that hard decision, you know, and uh, I, I would do it. And you know what? It could go wrong, but it could go right and they could be challenging every day and win titles. So I say sack him. Lee? I say keep him. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Right, so, you know, well. <laughs> yeah, okay, from a Spurs perspective, no, no, keep no, him all day yeah. long. All no, day no, long. Generally, yeah. from a business perspective, like, it, like you say, it is a very difficult one to, to weigh up. But if the board's ambition is to do what they're doing, then the guy's ticking all the boxes. So from the board's perspective, why would you? I think the other the alternative is, is the only way that Arsene Wenger's going to leave is if he if he retires or if he quits. He's never going to get sacked, in, in my opinion, because he's too too much involved. Yeah, okay. Well, that, Good question, James. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> James, yeah, fantastic Sorry, question. James, yeah. Any other questions like that? Like, that's on the point. Me and Lee 
I've had a great time actually answering some of the questions today, and we'd love more questions. So anybody who's out there that wants to get their business profiled or showcased, write in, ask us the questions. We're more than happy to to answer them. We'll really really love to do that. So thank you. Thank you very much. Hey everybody, Adam here, and I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favour. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favourite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive Academy days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.